Ladies and gentlemen, join me, Roxy Rich, to get down and dirty. Date night in the kitchen. I've had a rotten day at work. But it's date night, so I'm hoping all my frustrations will be unleashed. As I walk through the door, I go to kick off my heels, but you come and take my hand and lead me to the kitchen. You hand me a nice cold glass of wine, dry white wine, my favourite, whilst yours is red. Once I've had a drink, you lift my skirt up, showing my vintage stockings and suspenders. You lift me onto the kitchen island with your big, strong, masculine arms. Oh, how I love those arms wrapped around me. You light me a cigarette and I blow the smoke in your face. And my red lipstick is on the cigarette end. It drives you crazy. You go to pull my knickers down and you start to eat my pussy. Whilst I smoke my cigarette, you know I like to smoke a lot. And luckily you find it sexy. Every now and then you take yourself away from licking my pussy and I blow the smoke at you. <sighs> There's nothing better than having your cunt licked and having a cigarette at the same time. You bring me to an orgasm just as I put my cigarette out. Your tongue is perfection. You know how to make me come hard, don't you? You then lift me down off the kitchen island. You have something naughty in store for me. I can tell by the twinkle in your eyes. You unzip my skirt and let it fall to the floor. I step out of it and you pick it up and fold it up neatly for me. Then you open the fridge door and demand I get on the floor by the fridge. It's the only light in the room now as you switched all the other lights off. You pull out a white silk scarf and place it on my eyes and tie it around my head. I now cannot see a thing except for shadows from the fridge lights. I hear something shake in your hands and I'm soaked with the fizz from the spray of what you sprayed all over me. My white blouse is now see-through. I wonder if you can see my hard nipples and the shape of my breasts through my wet blouse. I bet you can. I'm drenched in fizzy water and you start to rub ice cubes over my mouth, dripping drops into my mouth, dripping the melted ice down my breasts. You rip open my blouse and release my bra. You run the ice cubes all over my nipples melting down my cleavage. And then you start to run something small and round over my wet body. 
you run it over my thighs, over my breasts, over my nose and down to my mouth. You tease me with it. I realise it's a grape as you place it in my mouth. Then you ask me to bite at something in your hand. It's a strawberry as you feed me strawberries. You spray champagne at me and soak my body again. I know it's champagne because I can smell it and you let me taste it. You pour it over my body right there on the cold kitchen floor. Feeding me strawberries, feeding me grapes and letting me kiss you occasionally as you pass me the champagne from your mouth to mine. The next thing I feel is something cold being poured over me. It's not a drink, it's thick. It smells like cream. You're pouring cream, just drips on my breasts, then licking it off my hard nipples. You pour some between my legs, on my drenched pussy, my soaking wet pussy. Then you rub a strawberry into my pussy and you then place it in my mouth, teasing me, rubbing the strawberries in my pussy with the cream, then putting the strawberry in my mouth. You feed me strawberries and cream. Then you feed me watermelon. You run the watermelon over my curves first. You run the watermelon over my breasts over my thighs, in between my legs, and then you feed it me. I'm still blindfolded. I still can only see the shadows from the light of the fridge. And then you start to eat me in earnest, feverently, as if you were starving for the cream, the cream you had poured on my cunt. I'm lying on the floor, arching my back with my legs wrapped around your head. My hands are forcing you into me. Lick me, suck me clean. Lick every bit of that cream up. I shudder. Oh. You've made me orgasm again. I lay on the floor with my legs wide open and naked. I'm wet and I'm covered in fruit and cream, along with champagne. All over my body, all over my breasts, all over my thighs and my pussy, my cunt. I hear you in the fridge again. I'm unsure what you are doing. Once again, you spray me with something fizzy. I giggle. And I scream. <laughs> You're cleaning this mess up. I hope you know that. I say while giggling. My long hair is soaking wet. Every crevice, every curve, every part of my body is soaked wet through. I hear you open a lid and then I feel something sticky and sweet pour over my body. It smells like honey. It is honey. First you pour it over my nipples and lick it off 
and suck it off my nipples. Then you pour it down my tummy and into my belly button, licking it off, sucking it off. Then you pour it between my thighs, rubbing it in with your strong hands. Then you lick the honey and try to lick it all off my thighs, teasing me as you never quite reach my cunts. We are both sticky now, and you let me lick the honey off your face and your neck. Then you put your fingers in my mouth, letting me suck each one clean of the honey. And then you pour the honey on my cunts and you eat me. Eat my cunt, filled with honey. Lick my cunt, filled with honey. Suck the honey right out of my cunt. Oh. I ask how it tastes and you put your four fingers inside my cunt. Then give me your fingers saying, taste for yourself. Once again, I lick your fingers and suck them clean. Sucking the honey off your fingers, mixed with my cunt juices. It gives it a lemony zest. It tastes so good. My juices mixed with honey. You go back to eating my cunt, cleaning it with your tongue, expertly, exquisitely. And then I hear you go to the fridge again. And the next thing I know, you're squirting cream on my nipples, licking it off. It's cold and sticky. I'm wet, cold and sticky. But you still squirt more cream around my belly button. Then you lick it off, slurping as you go. Then you squirt it on my knees and lick it off. You squirt it in my mouth and kiss me. You squirt it in between my legs and lick it all up. You fill my cunt up with one more squirt and eat it out of my cunt, eating all of the cream. You eat it all up out of my cunt, licking it up, sucking it up, cleaning it up expertly with your tongue. I'm sticky and so damn wet now. I really don't think there's much left in the fridge. But then you pull something long and cold out and tease my thighs with it. I can't quite figure out what it is till you tease my lips with it. It's a long, fat carrot. And you push it forcefully into my wet, <gasps> juicy, <gasps> cunt. <laughs> You then fuck me with the carrot, pushing it in and out of my cunt. It feels so hard, so cold, so good. I shudder an orgasm once more. It's so good. I hear you go to the fridge again. And you say something about 
the carrot not being big enough that you want to hear me scream and orgasm. I feel something really long and really thick. And before I know it, you've shoved a cucumber up my cunt as far as it'll go. Now you're fucking me with it. Fucking me right there on the kitchen floor with a large cucumber. It's long, it's thick and it's cold. But you're ramming it in and out of my cunt. Faster and faster. As you see my body start to orgasm. I scream and I shudder once more. You really enjoyed fucking me with that cucumber, didn't you? I love date night. You always think of something new to try. I never thought kitchen sex could be so good. The cucumber was amazing. The next thing I know, you ask me to get on my knees and you push your cock in my mouth. It has honey all over it. Mm -hmm. I'm sucking your cock covered in honey. Mm -hmm. It's sticky. Mm, and sweet and you grab my long hair and force me hard onto your cock driving it into my throat pulling my hair forcing it ever deeper into my mouth your cock tastes so good covered in honey I want to taste it mixed with your spunk I want you to spunk right down my throat Honey and spunk, honey and spunk, give it to me baby, I'm gagging on your cock, I'm gagging on your honey soaked cock, let me swallow you baby, let me swallow you whole, force your cock into the back of my throat, force feed me your honey soaked cock, Yeah, it tastes so good. Spunk for me, baby. Spunk for me. Right down my throat. Spunk for me. Spunk for me. Oh. Oh, how I love date nights. There, this is Roxy Rich, author of the Sex Worker Stories. Join me for a very British look through the life of Sexy, dramatic, full of BDSM, and kids who would never have dreamed of. With all the dirt and grime. There was an uproar in the room as all the guys cheered and laughed. Roxy gave the best man the keys to the cuffs and left the room so she could get dressed and leave in a hurry. The best man had agreed to collect Roxy's equipment up for her and bring it to the bedroom. Roxy was elated. It was finally over. 
She would be having words with Jeanette about her work companion and putting her foot down in future. She refused point blank to work with blue girls. As she cleaned herself up and packed her things up, she gave Jeanette a call to pick her up. Lucy had decided that she was staying the night as she wanted to earn extra money and the guys had offered to pay her. Roxy thought it was a rather stupid move on Lucy's part, but what could she do? Lucy was a grown-ass woman. It was her choice. Whether or not it was a decision she would live to regret remained to be seen. The best man escorted Roxy and her case to the front door and as Roxy left, she asked him to look after Lucy. She didn't agree with Lucy's plans, one bit, but she still didn't want to see her get hurt in any way. He assured Roxy that all the guys would be gentle with her and that she would come to no harm. Jeanette was parked just down the road and Roxy left with the weight off her shoulders, slightly lifted as the guy had been true to his word with everything else. Roxy hopped into the back of Jeanette's car after she had put up her suitcase in the boot. Jeanette already knew that Lucy had other plans and Jeanette was a little worried about her. So much so that she said, Honestly, Rox, I'm so sorry. I never thought in my wildest dreams that she would do this. I mean, how many men are in there? It sounded like a fair few on the phone when I heard them cheering in the background. Some of these girls don't know when to stop. Why on earth she has risked herself like this, I will never know. Roxy told Jeanette about the night's events and about Lucy's performance. She informed Jeanette that she would never do a strip with Lucy as her companion again and that she was really quite annoyed with the whole situation. She explained to Jeanette about her old stripping days and that Lucy's behaviour had put Roxy at risk, not just herself. Strippers had been raped in the past because they had blurred the lines between sex work and stripping. It was obvious to Jeanette and her chap that Roxy was absolutely fuming. Roxy said, let alone the fact that we have now left her there and if anything happens to her, we are going to feel immensely guilty for not staying to ensure she would be okay. I mean, what the hell was I supposed to do? Would you have stayed there? Jeanette could see it from Roxy's point of view. Just then, Jeanette's fella, a man normally a few words interrupted to say, Well, I know where they live now, so if any harm comes to Lucy, I will go round with my boys and make them suffer. Jeanette smiled at Roxy in the car mirror and said, See, sometimes it's good to have a boyfriend who can look after us girls. To which Roxy had to bite her tongue. It didn't seem to matter to anyone else, with the exception of Roxy, that these girls shouldn't even be putting themselves in harm's way like this in the first place. Being a sex worker did mean, of course, that you were risking your life from time to time. A condom would break or you would get a bad client. But that was par for the course. But these girls seemingly searched for dangerous situations to put themselves in. 
Roxy wondered if it was because they were so used to precarious situations that to them it just became second nature, or whether their experiences had made it. So they had become oblivious to danger itself. All Roxy knew was that she wouldn't sleep tonight without a few drinks because she would spend the night awake worrying about Lucy. It wasn't her place to. She knew that. But she was still a human being. And she still had a kind heart, which cared for people. Even when that person didn't care much for her. It was next day after the strip show. Lucy was supposed to turn up at Jeanette's for work, but she didn't turn up. Jeanette and Roxy thought it best to give her some time. They decided they wouldn't try phoning her until lunchtime. Both felt uncomfortable with the situation, but both knew that Lucy was a tough girl and she could look after herself. But even so, the women were on tender hooks. They hadn't heard from Lucy and it was unlike her not to show up for her shifts. She was always so eager to earn money. Though Roxy had a feeling that was because she was funding her crack habit. The morning dragged on and it was nearly 11am now. And still no one had heard from Lucy. Roxy had just taken a client's money and was about to go back in the bedroom when Lucy walked in through her par- the parlour doors. Roxy had no choice but to go deal with the client, even though she was desperate to make sure Lucy was okay. Jeanette's face was full of obvious relief. Lucy looked as she always did, with no apparent bruises. Roxy spent 45 minutes in the room with the client and did her best to hurry him along. This is Roxy Rich, author and podcaster. You can buy my books on Amazon. Please look up Sex Worker in the Making. You can find me on Twitter at Rampant Roxy. My Facebook is Roxy Rich Author Podcasts. Look me up. My TikTok is Roxy Rich Roxanne Cooper 87. Check me out and come and say hello. You can now support me on Patreon. You cannot search for me as I'm far too naughty and far too rude. Over 18s only, you must follow my link. Patreon.com forward slash Roxy Rich. All links are in the episode descriptions. Look me up on many vids. My name there is Rampant underscore Roxy. Or you can find me on my free cams. My name again is Rampant underscore Roxy. Thank you to my new Patreon supporter, AJ. You know who you are. Anyone who supports me on Patreon will of course get a shout out on my next podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe and follow me. All your help supports my show. Thank you very much, guys and ladies. Let's make my knickers wet every Monday. Join me, 
Roxy Rich. Let me change your Monday piece of with my sex life stories.